who invented voice notes because I love them and I'm going to tell you why and also what I learned while sharing a voice note. Welcome to the Save the Good Girl podcast, everybody. I am your host, Erica E. And for those who do not know me, that is okay. Welcome to your first luxury listening experience. I do want to get to know you. And I want to add that I have visuals in addition to the audio. So you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, TikTok, YouTube, and I want you to be in VIP because the only way to get a proper welcome into the Save the Good Girl universe is to be in luxury. So therefore, go to savethegoodgirl.com, enter your email address, and you are going to get lovely newsletters specifically crafted by me. And we get a chance to talk and be and have fun and see each other. I love it. I love talking to y'all. I really do. So y'all, I really fell in love with voice notes during my time of depression. And the reason why I fell in love with voice notes was because it was my introduction back into people. When you are depressed and reclusive, you don't want to talk to anybody. You don't care about what's going on. You don't want to talk on the phone. You don't want to text. You just, you are completely disengaged. So when I was coming out of it, sending voice notes and receiving voice notes was like the perfect and softest way for me to communicate with people. Because what would happen to me was people would call me and because I was still going through a lot, I wasn't in the right mental space to actually respond and engage in a phone call. So having the opportunity to send a voice note, because maybe during that time I was good, and then they could respond to me. And then the fact that I could respond when I was great again was perfect for me. It was perfect. So once that was introduced to me, it allowed me to get very close to people. It allowed me to share updates and hear updates from them when I had the emotional capacity to hear it. And after that, I just continued going with it and I loved it and I still love it now. And I have certain friends who are not part of the VCC. I call that the voice note community crew. There are certain people who love to have phone calls. There are certain people who love to meet in person. I love all of that too. And there are people a part of the VCC. And these are people that I send voice notes to on a regular basis. And my voice notes can range from seven seconds to I've received voice notes as high as 15 minutes because when we're going in we're going in I don't know if you guys saw recently they have like these memes that says I'm listening to my friend's voice note like a podcast it is so true it is so true but I love it I love the fact that I can really respond at my emotional convenience (laughs) that's what I love about it and recently I was sending a voice note to my cousin and she was like girl this is something you need to put in your podcast. And I was like, you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. So I was sharing with her an experience that I had with someone and I wasn't really too happy with this person. And I was like, you know, I'm not feeling, you know, the relationship between me and this person. I think that it's shifting. And one of the things that I think is really hard about adulting is when you realize that certain people are no longer serving you, but they they didn't do anything egregious for you to cut them off. So it's hard because 
you know you don't really feel right with with them but then at the same time it's so much easier when something big happens because i was like oh, i'm definitely cutting this person off because they did this but when the person didn't do that but yet you still feel a bit uncomfortable I find that to be a little uneasy but what I told her was that I'm able to give people grace because we're human beings we make mistakes and if I didn't I would be very hypocritical because I need grace as well right I'm not perfect I have flaws like I get upset I have my frustrations I'm sure my friends get annoyed with me all the time (laughs) you know so I want to give people grace however I still have to protect myself. I still have to have my boundaries in place. And there's different boundaries for different people. And that's what I mean by protecting myself. Like, I cannot put myself in a position for me to be in a space where emotionally I'm very frustrated or I just don't want to be around or talk to certain people it's just not a good feeling and you know that with your physical bodily responses right so for example if somebody calls you are you annoyed are you rolling your eyes um if they want to hang out are you kind of slow to make plans um when they call you are you just kind of like yeah you know like you just you're, you're kind of like fading a little bit and this is where I was telling her that I have to take inventory with myself almost all the time about how I feel to know how I react. Because when you are just reacting, 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 you're not really processing much. You're just kind of going off of, oh my God, I'm upset. This person pissed me off. Boom. Like you're exploding all the time. And clearly that's not the appropriate way to be. So I have to ensure (laughs) that I am pausing and taking note of where I am because my goal is to be emotionally healthy that's my goal and in order for me to do that I have to exercise my mindset all the time just the same way for us to be healthy we have to exercise certain things in our lives we have certain routines we have to be very mindful about what we're doing I think it's the same thing for our mindsets and what I was sharing with her as well was in addition to you know yes you have people that makes you maybe feel a little off because what I've noticed is that I really don't like when I share things with somebody and they don't really have interest in what I'm sharing so I used to be very very upset angry curse people out uh just upset and you know just really like super super duper angry and what I've learned is that I can't do this with everybody. So now when I take inventory, I'm specifically changing how I react with everybody individually. And I test people now. So maybe I'll share a little something to see how you react. And based off of that, it lets me know how to move moving forward. So if let's say if I share something with you and I see that you're changing the subject, you're not really as interested in what I'm talking about. So maybe I, I know that when I'm talking about my creative process, you're just not that friend I speak to, right? Maybe you're the friend I talk to about cute spots. Maybe you just want me to listen to you, right? So therefore, when it comes to me, I'm going to keep it short and cute because what I don't like, and what I'm not going to tolerate is for you to constantly ignore what I'm saying to go back to you anyway. So therefore, let's just make it simple. And I'm just going to be mindful of what I share. So now I'm very specific of who I talk to and the magnitude of what I'm sharing, because why be upset and annoyed? Why? And what I've also shared with her in a voice note was that 
I love being around people who are able to identify, right, when I'm not myself. As a human, we need to be validated, we need to be seen, and we need to be heard. It is so beautiful and it feels so good to be around people who see you when you don't see yourself. Because that person, like, that just says a lot to me because that person is paying attention to your behaviors. Like, I have a friend who knows from the tone of my voice when something is wrong, you know? And that is so beautiful to me because you have people who don't recognize nothing. They're just like, oh, you're good. (laughs) It's like, actually, I had a couple of breakdowns. I'm not good, but okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it feels good because I get discouraged. I get sad. I get reclusive. I get lonely. I have grief attacks. I get, I have doubts. Spiritually, I feel like sometimes I'm under attack. I get confused. I get really down. I get demotivated. Sometimes y'all, I don't want to record. I don't want to do, I don't, sometimes I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, why? You know, like I, I go through those moments, right? And it feels so good to be around people that no matter what space you're in, they love and care about you unconditionally. That is unconditional love. I think when people talk about unconditional love, they usually reference it romantically, but it's also there with friendships. It's also there with family and with romance, right? This person loves you no matter what condition you are currently in because you're not going to stay there. And when people see you, when you don't see yourself, that gives you fuel to get back to where you need to be. So when I was talking to people and I was really low and I'm hearing, Erica, you did this, you did that, remember? You did this, remember? You help me with that, remember? Y'all, it is so important that we share with people how inspirational they are to us and what they have done to us and what we have learned from them. It is so important that we do that because I never lose an opportunity to share with someone like what they've done for me or how they have inspired me. I don't, I don't forget that, you know, because I don't take credit for me. (laughs) Does that make sense to y'all? I don't take credit for me. There's so many factors that has created the empire of Erica. I didn't do this by myself. I did not. There have been friends that have poured into me. I'm talking about prayed for me, poured into me, call me, intentional about me, making plans to see me. And I do exactly the same for them. And I never seize the opportunity to let them know how much I value them and how much I love them. And also how much I see them as well. Like I told one of my friends, I'm like, you know, when I was down and I was depressed, I remember you heard me. You knew I sounded bad. You ran to my house. I was on the floor crying and you were there for me with no expectation. You were just like, I just want to be there for you. And that is so important to me. So it feels really good to have people in your life that loves you where you are. It feels really good. And the reason why I titled this particular episode more than a voice note is because y'all, I cannot tell you 
how many breakdowns, breakthroughs, revelations, recipes, skincare reviews, creamer reviews, ice cream, gelato, restaurants. I cannot tell you how many things I have shared on a voice note. I have cried on voice notes. I have really went in on voice notes because sometimes I'm having thoughts at like one o'clock in the morning. So if I know this person is sleeping, I love the fact that I can still go in. (laughs) I can still go in and you can get it in the morning or in two days or whatever. And you can respond whenever you see fit. It is more than just a voice note. I think that is probably one of my favorite ways to communicate with people because it's just so emotionally convenient. It is emotionally convenient because sometimes my friends will send me voice notes. Let's say I got a couple right now and I'm recording, but that's the thing. I could respond when I'm done. I could respond when I'm done. I could respond tomorrow. Like I just enjoy having the opportunity to share how I feel in that instant, in that moment. And um, we were going in on these voice notes. And did you guys see that they have like this meme on social media? And it says that you're listening to your voice note, your friend's voice note, like a podcast. Y'all, it is, if that's not the truth, my voice notes range from six seconds to like 15 minutes. Real talk. And I don't mind it. I don't mind. I love listening to them. I really do. I enjoy them. And I take them so seriously that I only listen to them when I am available. I'm not really like watching TV or doing too much. I want to make sure I'm focused because a lot of things are shared on these voices. There's a lot of vulnerability on them. So I want to make sure that I am available to listen and properly respond. Not like doing too much where I'm just like missing things. Sometimes... If I feel like I missed something, I do take the time to re-listen just to make sure I'm capturing everything this person has shared with me because the same way I wouldn't like if somebody did it to me, I wouldn't want them to do it to, I wouldn't want them to do it to me and I don't want to do it to them as well. So it's very important that I share that in that way. You know what I mean? Like with the voice notes and talking about how I feel. So as I'm sharing this voice note with her, I'm discussing how it just feels good, right? To have people in your corner that loves you unconditionally, that really cares about what you're doing, that really cares about where you are, that really cares about your growth and your projects that you're working on and what's important to you now because we are growing. What's important to me now probably was important to was not important to me five days ago (laughs) five years ago five minutes ago like you know that's how quickly growth happens that's how quickly quickly revelations occur and (laughs) it's just nice to have people who are on that same wavelength as you and what I'm learning what I'm learning as we're taking inventory of people in our lives we really have to be specific about what information are we sharing with certain individuals. Maybe you don't care about what I'm doing about the podcast. Maybe you have never even listened to my show. Maybe you don't really care about my lifestyle page, Exquisitely Erica. If you guys have not seen it, please check it out and follow. It's so fun. Maybe you don't care about that. I had a friend recently 
who asked me about the lifestyle page and she really wanted to know about why did I call it Exquisitely Erica? How do you feel when you post? What is your creative process? I feel like I was being interviewed and at first I'm not going to lie. I wasn't really um, responding to her as fully because I'm like, I don't want to go in and she don't really care, you know, but she was really persistent. And because of that, that's when I was like, my guard was down a bit and I was able to really let go and be free and talk to her about what I'm doing when, and what I'm working on, you know? So we have to be very specific and I think testing people helps. So let's say if somebody says something or I mean, you share something with somebody, see how they react first before you get too vulnerable and you're like, wow, I shared all of that and this person just said, okay? Like test it out a little bit. That's what I'm doing. And then that will let you know whether you should go in or not. That's what I've been doing. Another thing that I shared in the voice note that I thought that was very powerful and she also agreed that was very powerful was I said to her, I'm only, I'm only, what did I say? I'm only going to be able to know where I should be when I know where I am within myself. I know my comfort levels based on how I feel inside within myself. I know where I should be when I know where I am within where I am first. And I've realized when we don't know where we are internally, we externally are chaotic. We are in spaces where we should not be. We're talking to people we shouldn't talk to. We're in toxic relationships, whether it's a friendship, family, a spouse. We're just not in a healthy place. We don't feel good around people, but yet we're still around them. And it's like, why? You know why? Because you don't know where you are internally. Where are you? So right now within myself, I'm in a place where I want to be emotionally healthy. I want to be in places where energetically I feel great. I want to be excited when I'm around people. I want to be around people who care about what I'm doing just as much as I care about what they're doing. This is not a selfish you know, situation here. It has to be equal. So when I shared that with her, she was like, girl, you got to put that in the show. I'm like, you're right. Because I'm only going to be able to know where I should be when I know where I am within myself. I'm like, you know what? When I when I say it back, it's so true. And that has been my focus. Where am I? That lets me know where I'm going to be and where I want to be. I want to be in a place that is growth, in a place that's healthy, in a place that feels good, in a place that's fun. I'm having really great conversations. I'm learning and I just feel good. I feel good because I have control about those external environments and I'm going to exercise that control. I have control of who I send voice notes to, who I respond to, who I hang out with, who I travel for. All of these things are emotional and mental and physical and financial investments. And I'm being doing my research because, you know, when you're doing an investment, you got to do your research. So I'm doing my research before I invest. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. And yes, I said all of that in a voice note. <laughs> I love sending them. I love integrating my thoughts and learning and revelations, all of that through those voice notes. It is more than a voice note, voice note to me. There's a lot of revelations that occur. It's just, 
it's really really like really warm for me how do you feel about voice notes do you use them do you feel the same way that i feel that you have to be very you know you you have to pick and choose who you share certain things with how do you feel about that let me know y'all as always i want to hear your feedback i want to hear your thoughts this is the shot of erica episode i even say that see i just went into the show it's shot of erica you know it's really short so the episode is done but i want to hear your thoughts and how you feel about what i just shared you know we gotta be keep it cute let me know you guys i cannot wait to talk to y'all next week bye